Folks, hello and welcome to this episode of Local Chat. It's episode 22, which is a thing I thought I said last week because I wrote in all the notes it was episode 22, but it was a lie. This is, uh, it's June 3rd, 2021, in case you were wondering. Joining me today is a man who thinks music isn't real. It's Ian Gibson. Look, you can hear it, but you can't see it, all right? Also joining us is the spokesperson for Hashtag Summer of Kermit. It's Chris from Save Data. People keep asking me, hey, Chris, what's the official drink of the Summer of Kermit? And that is, of course, Coca-Cola with coffee. Not a sponsor. <laughs> at 9 p.m. at night? You madman. It only has 20 more milligrams of caffeine than enough fucking can of oh. Coke. It's basically nothing. It You're basically less, nothing. It has less than half the caffeine of a small coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, and less than like more than less than half than a small from Starbucks, which is fucked, by the way. More than less than half? I don't know. Big question like, though. Like forty <laughs> percent. I don't. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. How does it taste? So it's pretty good. Um, I said earlier, like it satisfies like when I want coffee, but I don't want to make coffee. But I also mm-hmm. don't just want to have a Coca Cola. Like I want. I want the you know the 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 choco cocoa vibes but i don't want to necessarily have a fucking cup of coffee at nine o'clock at night like masturbating when you don't want to have sex yes also like the bubbles (laughs) plus uh coffee is actually a really surprisingly good combo Uh, i'm ignoring will's bullshit because of course thank you i don't know where that came from folks if you are watching this for the first time congratulations you're probably in the wrong place but if you're not uh this is local chat we're uh subpixel podcast gaming news games podcast we talk about games but before we talk about the news we talk about what we've been playing i noticed we don't have much of a preamble on this show which is probably good because people are sick of the bullshit out there yeah we cut we cut straight to the facts here on no politics (laughs) yeah no politics politics in gaming we're an ubisoft podcast no (laughs) politics politics <laughs> local chat the official podcast of tom glancy <laughs> he's rolling in his grave right me. now uh as customary and by that i mean not customary chris is the guest so he gets to go first chris what have you been playing hello uh i've mostly been playing the mass effect remaster trilogy bonanza um Mostly, uh, by most i mean entirely uh we are currently in mass effect one the worst one <laughs> Um, you know, it's... wait, 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 not over three. Wait, well, before uh, we do this, before we do this, we got to establish, Chris, is this your first time playing through or are you no, revisiting? I have, I have the played all the, I have played all the Mass Effects and I have played Mass Effect okay. two multiple times. Uh, okay. only two though, because I don't have high opinions of one or three. <coughs> um, I, True. I famously said that Mass Effect has a problem of two is a great game. It is a singular experience that happens to be the middle of a trilogy because I don't think one or three are worth playing. Uh, and now that I'm playing the rematches, which are much better than uh, the originals. Um, I, I have a feeling that theory will hold up uh, because one, one is a fine game. Uh, they had a lot of RPG stuff that would later get dropped. They had a lot of mechanics that would later get dropped. Uh, the shooting is very bad <laughs> and the shooting is a lot of mass effect is, is yeah. my biggest complaint about it um and it's a pretty big complaint uh but you know it's fine but the thing is though i gotta say the shooting is not that different between one and two the enemy ai is much better in two 
See, that, um, that's the difference I, that I've been noticing. What, what what gun do you use? Is my is my question. I use all too. Okay, but, I found that I found yeah, that the, I, I, I usually use pistols and snipers, whatever that pre-made is called, skirmisher. I don't fucking remember. Um, and uh, I I found that those two feels way crappier in one than I recall them playing in two. And I've played two somewhat recently, like you know the last five years. Yeah, well, Three I went ago. from one directly into two. Mm-hmm. And I would say the shooting feels maybe 5% better in two. Really? Okay. But, but I think for me, the big difference is the encounters are a little bit more, I don't want to say dynamic, they're a little bit more varied. And yeah. the enemy AI and your squad mates AR, AI is better. It's not amazing. Oh, I mean, 100% but, of the encounters yeah. in Mass Effect 1 are just, you walk into an area, there are three to seven enemies standing behind waist high cover. It's it's almost the same. It's almost the same in two, but the difference is in one, they would get stuck in a stand up position, or they would get stuck out in the open and like not aiming at you at all. Yeah, and that was yeah. pretty frequent. Or and they'll put that they'll put that uh, that that hexagonal shield up and then stand yeah. behind it, and then you shoot the shield, and then they're like, "Oh, my shield's down," and they just stand there. <laughs> yeah, oh no! Exactly. What do I do? Oh no! Oopsie doodle. Yeah. So um, I just I feel like the combat is better in two, but it's <clears> it's really not as big of a difference. As I thought it would be. Yeah, this is Victoria's first time playing through it, and so she's doing like the RPG stuff, and I'm doing the shooty shooty shot shot. Uh, and um, it's it, I, I'm I'm curious to see when we get to two how much it holds up to my memory because I I fucking love two. Come on, yeah. boy, Morden in there. Oh, Thane, Thane all night. Oh, Thane's all day. All, yeah, it's and a, all a good night. Set of... <laughs> Gotta love those sexy lizard boys from space. <laughs> uh, other thing I've been playing. Uh, what well, night? was playing is i'm not playing anymore because it costs money now i played the whole knockout city uh block party demo it was free Ooh. for two weeks and everybody was playing it um that game is really cool it's i'm really shocked they managed to make a dodgeball like competitive uh brawl like a, do- yeah, a, do- a dodge brawler um Oof, a game that actually kind of that. worked uh they really should <laughs> uh like uh that like it worked it was fun it was quick um it was it, it was cool to pick up and play with friends. It doesn't take too much to learn, and it's you know just fucking dicking around playing dodgeball. Um, and then uh, it stopped being free, so I stopped playing it, and everybody it's, else did it's, too. It's not free anymore, but it is part of Game Pass. It's free up to level twenty five, actually, as part of Game Pass. Period. Wait, like right, right now, you Ian Gibson can go on Origin, and no, no, play- but. But I mean, if you have Game Pass, you can you can continue to play it. There's no limitation. Uh, I believe I, I I don't know. Probably. Yeah. So it's not it's not it's not free, but at least with Game Pass, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. Um. Even with that Game Pass, it's twenty bucks. It's really nothing in the grand scheme of things, especially for what yeah. games cost. Um. And yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty cool overall. Uh, I enjoyed it, but like I I I cannot say I will pay money for it. I I, I, yeah. I don't think I'll go back to it. I, I was pretty surprised. I, I played the open beta a month or two ago, and I was pretty surprised by the amount of like depth in it. Yeah, um, they're surprisingly. Yeah, there's there's a couple of different layers of mechanical depth, and then it starts to feel it's a bit of a tried a trite uh, analogy, but it starts to feel almost like a fighting game because as you start to come up against people, you have to immediately judge. Okay, what's their yes. skill level? Because then it determines how deep you need to go. Okay, can you just throw the ball at them? Or should you start fainting? Or should you start trying to use your teammate? Should you start trying to use all these different... Should you try and pass off your teammate to get speed up to hit him out? And so it's like this this really nice dueling mechanic. And I really enjoyed that out of it. 
the um the base mode and it's it's the base mode isn't battle royale, right? It's just team based. No, no. To my knowledge, there is, there is no battle I don't royale. Think, yeah, there's no battle royale. Well, there's no battle royale. Weeks ago, you made that yeah. up like weeks ago when it was announced. No, I didn't there's make no it. Battle royale. No, I'm just genuinely asking. Battle. I don't know if there is one. To my knowledge, yeah, it's not battle royale. Uh, okay, I, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I play most of the game modes. There, there are none. I will say, pretty much only the base game mode is good. <laughs> the base game being the team deathmatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. First to but yeah, seven it, or ten, ten points, ten points. Uh, was, it feels that, like that's pretty good. Yeah, it feels like a very solid competitive multiplayer game. Yes. Uh, well, the problem with that is that all the cer- it is uh, everything is cross platform because EA loves that shit. So mm-hmm. like you're you're going from like p- uh, PC latency to a Nintendo Switch, and like that makes oh, uh, yeah. competitive pretty jank. And then also the targeting system is pretty wonky. People were saying I was I was not playing this game competitively. I was right with you. Um, yeah. So I, I think that it's shelf as a competitive game are pretty limited. I think what they could try to do is so Apex Legends, um, they it's it's shared servers up to a point when you get to I want to say it's whatever their equivalent of like Grandmaster or Challenger is. Uh, it it goes to like your your platform only, so like your console mm-hmm. or your, your PC only, which is a good system because you keep your you you don't split your player base for the smaller things, but like when you get up there to where it actually matters, you you do because it's fine. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's also that EA, so it's not it's not unfeasible. Yeah. Um, it's just surprising that that game, like we, we are talking about it, like it's such a surprise that it's good. And I'm pretty sure that is 100% because of how God awful their announcement trailer was. Uh, everyone noted this it has big arms energy <laughs> and you I mean, don't want to like, so look, 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 arms made a lot of money. So you're like, no, fuck off. Yeah. I, I bought that game. I played that game considerably. It made a shitload of money. Who cares? Fuck arms. Um, I, don't, I don't know that it has arms energy, though, because because I feel like with arms, it was like we have this crazy concept. And then I feel like they immediately were like, here's a demo. And people played it and were like, this feels weird. Whereas like with Knockout City, it was just like the stupidest announcement trailer ever with all this like th- IP theft, basically, to use yeah. popular IPs to announce their game and not even really to say what it was. So people were immediately like, this is stupid. I have nothing to do with it. Like they dug themselves a hole that you then had to get out of. But as soon as you played the game, it was like, oh, this actually feels pretty good. They also didn't make it clear that it was a cross-platform game. Everyone thought it was a Switch exclusive, which would have meant death. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 weird. I I hope they have a comeback. I feel like they deserve a comeback. They got to put some work into it, like you said, with like latency, server reliability, maybe add some more game modes that are actually worth playing. But Mm -hmm. I feel like the core gameplay is real solid. Yeah, I have it. I have it downloaded for like a week. I need to try it. It's sitting on my Xbox. It's good stuff. It's real good stuff. Uh, anything else you're playing there, Chris? Uh, the last one, and everybody's gonna love this. All, all the all the kids in the back are always talking about it. Uh, the hit video game Runescape. That's right. Why? <laughs> okay, okay, we played Runescape recently, and it's only because of Will's dumb series idea that he has since like aborted. Okay, <laughs> I haven't aborted. Why are you playing just... Runescape? Uh, so I adore Runescape. Uh, is is I also the, like Runescape. The um, I really think I've... it's RuneScape. It's just it's 2021. So well, here's the doing? thing. Here, here's the thing about RuneScape. Um, well, pe- look, look, people are still playing WoW. Yeah, and like they and like they don't deserve any more credit for being like cool or like above anything. Like like it's the same shit. Uh, RuneScape is for those of you who don't know is divided into two games. Uh, RuneScape uh, three, which is the one 
that's like the modern runes game that's that's the one that some people played i'm sure um I, actually no pe- people do play it, it, ever since coming on steam that game blew the fuck up because that's how things happen um and then old school runescape which is the rune your your, your father's runescape the runescape you remember as a kid Daddy. and then basically they backed it up from 2007 this was now in 2014 so it's been seven damn years um and then they started adding stuff to it again but everything had to pass a a vote by the player base to make sure like they didn't ruin the game again like they did with three uh, and they, they spent years trying to fix it uh so basically there was a free week on twitch i i've played a lot of runescape will will we'll knows to be true yep. uh, perhaps at a company we once worked perhaps at during workout <laughs> um and uh it's just it's just it is the perfect game for i want to feel like i'm getting something done in a game because that is like an endorphin rush that uh scratches my lizard brain but also I want to do something on my other monitor, <laughs> like watch, like watch something. Yeah, or, like it's yeah. it's a great podcast game. Um, and uh, I, I I've said before, I think the reason that so many people have gone back to RuneScape, it is the third most popular MMO in the world again, um, which is crazy. Uh, are going back to it is because it it offers RuneScape's whole whole thing is it offers a sense of completion that scratches the lizard brain but instead now it is you are an adult you're coming back to a game you played as a child you are way smarter and way more prepared to do this yes uh you can do things so much more efficiently you can Oof. do things so much more easily you can you can cr- you can make lists of, of of tasks and accomplish them simultaneously oh. if you just do things efficiently and like manage your ticks and like do things smartly and and plan things out appropriately and that yes. as 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 adults who all struggle with you know we have very little control over our place in the world because everything is a nightmare that we are forced to live in uh that that gets us going yeah when we and you all know i'm right (laughs) yeah when we played runescape like a year ago i i really wanted to love it because of all the things you said like i i knew going into it that's what it was going to be but i think for me I just have zero nostalgia for that game because I never played it in the first place or yeah. anything like it. And I because of that, thing I couldn't nostalgia. get into it. Because yeah. like RuneScape, Old School RuneScape is an ugly game. I mean, it looks yeah. it looks like a mud yeah. from 2007 because that's what it. It's literally what it is. Um, and like games can get away with like you know this is this game style. It looks like this, and that's all fine and dandy. But uh, like if if you don't if you aren't in if you aren't in on that, you're gonna come in like this looks like shit. Why would I play this? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, so I, I did I did play Decent Runescape three. Actually, it's not a bad game. It gets a lot of flack for no reason, but I I don't have the solid form that I do for to, for uh, old school, so I don't play it. Yeah, I I would love to love that game, but it just didn't didn't hook me. <laughs> it uh, won't love to love you. <laughs> I feel like I would play more Runes, old school Runescape if I didn't also have the same love for World of Warcraft, and I'm more yeah. apt to like drunkenly play that and buy a subscription at night yeah. than I am to download Runescape. Uh, as much as I played this, I I've never played WoW. I, I yeah. I've tried once. I could not get into it. Um, it's weird because I love Final Fantasy XIV. I love a lot of MMOs. Um, but uh, and like I think that's really why I like RuneScape so much because I don't like WoW. Yeah. yeah. See, for me, it's Factorio. It's why would I play any of those games? When I just <laughs> God damn it! Just give me the Factorio stream. Uh, sweet. That that's everything you've been playing, sir. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. Um, I have been playing. Uh, a little indie game called Carto, which is uh, has first of all, it's pretty good music. Uh, second of all, it's like a watercolor sort of art style, which I'm really digging. Like, not um, I don't think it's on purpose, uh, like paper cutout animation sort of thing, but it is that sort of two D 
uh paper animation without like saying they're paper uh i don't i don't know what game engine that is i don't know if it's like a basic thing but they kind of move that that sort of like uh rigged muppet sort of way uh that i really enjoy um muppets you say muppets i say oh gosh um it um so you are a little girl who got who fell you are you are a little girl (laughs) who fell off uh your grandmother's like god blimp uh and landed on the ground and you You pick up you pick up little tiles and then you go to this map mode and you line the tiles up to go into different uh like each tile is a map tile, so this might be a forest one. You hook it to another forest one, then you get another tile that has a piece of ocean on it, so you got to rotate it. It's pretty much Carcassonne, but broader mm-hmm. into a video game. Uh, it's really fun. There's a lot of puzzles with that, so it's like, hey, this house is east of the forest, so it's not until you put a tile east of the forest that the house tile pops up next to it, mm-hmm. so it would be east. And there, there's a couple other puzzles like that, like, oh, we have to get away from this thing quickly, and you just pick up the tile and throw it across the map, and then it's, like, quickly. So, it's really cute, it's really fun, I'm, like, three hours into it, um, maybe two and a half, and, uh, I feel like I'm getting towards the end, uh, but it's enjoyable, it's it's something to just sit on the couch and play. Um, it's on Game Pass, so if you have that, highly recommend checking it out. Uh, also been playing Man Eater, the shark RPG on Game Pass. Uh, that's lost a little bit of its luster, um, but I'm I'm still enjoying it. It's just I, I finally found the page that kind of like tells you what to do. So I, I was kind of aimlessly swimming around doing different challenges, and then there's like one page where you, if you click on the quest, it, it like lays out what you should be doing right now. So I was like, oh okay, yeah. so so now I kind of know my quests as a shark. Uh, and so I'm doing that with my bone teeth so I can break boats faster. Um, it's very, metal. It, it's a fun game. Uh, it, it, it masters all of its gameplay very well, but the, um, the quest stuff and like the UI stuff around it is a little lackluster and the combat's not incredible, but you're also just a giant man eating shark. So it, that, that part's kind of fun when the people scream, um, I also like jumped up onto land is probably the best part to like grab people and you like hop back into the ocean with like a human in your mouth and then you bring them deep and you drown them and then you eat their, their corpse. Um, and then finally, oh, it's just like Will's past. <laughs> yes. Just like my past. Uh, I've been also playing DQ 11 on my 3DS, a uh, DQ 11, DQ eight on my 3DS. Um, that's but Dragon I haven't quest for the kids at home. Yes, Dragon Quest for the kids at home. I haven't made a lot of headway, so there's no point in talking about it. I'm almost done with the game. I'm very excited because Elise from Save Data is also playing it, which means I have someone to talk to about it. So uh, she and I were messaging in their Discord earlier today, and I was I was very excited. I think I scared her off, and she's not going to play it. So that's great. Um, uh, no, Elise will Elise will dump any amount of money into an RPG. Yeah, she 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 had am said. I, am I money? I mean time. By the way, <laughs> she was like, "I'm probably finished this in two weeks," and I've been working on it for like three months. I was like, "We'll probably finish at the same time." I've like, I think I have like six or seven hours left, so I'll try to cram through that. Uh, finally, I've been playing more Rim World. I love Rim World. Um, I went and did a. I had a bunch of my people die from the plague, uh, and then I went and. Uh, buried them and then i got attacked oh, just like just like my past i have a guy with yes just like my my past 
I, I have a guy with brain damage that I'm trying to get a new brain for. Um, so that's fun. Uh, it's an exciting time. RimWorld's a great game to just watch stuff. It's a good podcast game just to watch stuff during. Um, it really unlocks that like uh, city planner uh, vibe of mine. Speaking of city planners, I bought Transport Fever 3, or is it just Transport Fever, off the uh, recent Steam sale. And I played like five minutes of it, and I said to myself, this game is very fun, but I don't have the mental capacity to play it right now, so it's just sitting on my hard drive, and I I haven't dived back into it. But so far, I had bought a train, and that was pretty cool. Uh, So I enjoy that. I've seen very good reviews of that. Uh, Yeah, so that's all I've been playing. Ian Gibson, the main event, some people call him. Other people call him, hey, you, trash, get out of my bar. Uh, What have you been playing? That's more accurate. Uh, I've just been playing one game only, uh, Mass Effect 2. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I've been playing it for eight or nine days now. I basically went from Mass Effect 1, beat it, in about a week. Wow. No. I can't remember. Two weeks. And then then I waited. No, I think it was less than that. Ten years. I waited a few... Waited two days, and then I hopped on Mass Effect 2. It's hard for me to say how far I am in the game because something I've noticed with Mass Effect 2, specifically the remaster, is um, the save files are kind of broken. Uh, when you save your game, they tell you how long you've been playing, and it was working in Mass Effect 1. And then I imported my save into Mass Effect 2, and I'm playing on two consoles. I'm switching between a 1X and a Series X, mm-hmm. and one of them says I've been playing for an hour and 15 minutes, and the other one says I've been playing for 80 hours. So somewhere in between there is my Mass Effect 2 playtime. <laughs> the the, the golden like, ratio lies between these yeah. two. And I was like, I was just so confused that even one day, like I sat down, I was like, I'm going to play for an hour. And it was like 45 minutes on your save. And I played for an hour and then I saved and it was like an hour and five minutes on your save. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? So anyways, time. Um, just to give you an idea. Of where I'm at, uh, I think I believe there's 12 squad bait slots now, and I think I have eight or nine of them filled. Um, I, I don't know. I just so, so for me, this is my first time going through. I, I as I've talked about before, I tried to play Mass Effect two three times before, and I played the first hour and dropped it. Um, I, being what I think is about halfway or more, a little more than halfway through this game, I still think the opening of Mass Effect two is not that good. Um, and just because it does, it, it throws a lot of stuff at you to basically just like, you're going from Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect 2 and you're like, yeah, I've got a ship. I got my crewmates. And all of a sudden it's just like, no, you're dead. Big time jump. Screw your, screw your previous crewmates. Screw your ship. Just kidding. Here's an exact copy of your old ship. Yeah. And it's just this weird thing they throw at you. And it's just kind of like, sure, you put a lot of like manufactured drama in this just to get me back to like the same slash new starting point, same as the old starting point. <laughs> Um, but if I recall, that was a we had to do this as opposed to an artistic choice. Oh, like a developer. They it was they a money thing, because if I recall by like Mass Effect one almost didn't come out because Bioware was so like mm-hmm. in the shit at the time. Uh, and yeah, th- th- there's a reason that Mass Effect two begins the way that it is. I, I can't. I think they, they they also wanted to I think it was two things. They wanted to grab new people. So you didn't have to really know the first one to be familiar with characters. And then two, I I think that thing makes a lot, is a lot easier. Uh, Granted, I think the beginning of Mass Effect 2 is perfect. I think that beginning makes a lot more sense if you had to wait the real time for it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that's I, I could see that. I could definitely see that because you for me, I'm like, I want to just continue the Mass Effect experience. But if you're waiting that time, you're like, give me something. You know, it's kind of like uh, Mombasa in Halo 2 where you're just like, Whoa, what's going on here? You know, you need that big set piece. But I, I have somebody who did not go through that and is experiencing it fresh, not for the first time, but experiencing it like the full thing for the first right. time. Yeah, it's not quite paying off. And I, I think the other problem is um, so there's no spoilers here. But basically, the mission structure, the main story mission structure of Mass Effect 2 so far is you have that intro sequence where the crazy things happen, which is just a way of pressing a reset button, basically. And then and then the elusive man, and then they're like, hey, this human colony disappeared. Go see what happened. And you go to the human colony, and you get like one piece of information, right? And you go back to the elusive man, you say, hey, I got this one piece of information. He's like, cool, I want you to keep looking into it. But first, you have to go find these four crewmates. So then you go find the four crewmates, and you come back to him, and he's like, hey, another human colony disappeared. And so then you go do what feels like almost the same as the previous mission, except you get like another one piece of information for the main story. And then you come back to the elusive man, you're like, hey, I got this fresh piece of information and he's just like, okay, but before you go again, you need to go find another crew and another set of crewmates. So I'm like, I think I'm like 12, like 12, 15 hours into this game. And the main story has just basically not progressed at all. And that sucks because the first game had such a great main story pushing you through that thing, pushing you through the mediocre combat, et cetera. And for the second game to have like really good side quest and really good characters and world building, the same as the first one. Yeah. And in some cases even better. But then that main story is just literally not progressing. Like ninety percent of the gameplay so far is just the side quests. It's 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 kind of discouraging because the the first game did a really good job of like you're going through the main story and you run across this character and then you're like, hey, you should join me, and you come across this character and you're like, hey, you should join me. Like it's a great job of doing that. It, it ties in the the crewmates and their side characters, their side quests into the main story really well. And this one is just like, no, you're not allowed to progress the main story until you complete like five, what feels like side quests, even though they're technically main missions. I've, and it's pretty frustrating. So I, far. I feel like two was trying to steep you in Mass Effect more yes. before letting mm-hmm. you continue on the main story. And I, I feel like that's another symptom of playing it with length between that, because someone who is finally getting Mass Effect two, they're like, oh, I want to explore all these options, all these options, not to excuse uh, your your thoughts on the the way it's set up but I, you who just yeah. wants to like hit those main story beats and go through that i think now repackaged that is a better way to tell that game because you're just cooking through it like that versus but, someone who is waiting no, see, time I, I, but that's that's not what i'm talking about because it's not like i'm mainlining the story missions like i'm still doing 50 to 70 percent of the optional side missions and what i'm talking about are they're, they're all quote unquote main missions finding your crew it's just that the way that it's structured is like the first like 10 to 15 main missions, only like two of them are actually tied to the story. The rest of them feel like side quests. And again, they're very well done side quests, but it's almost just like I'm so far in this game. The story should have progressed. You know, it's like a movie that doesn't start until two hours in. Right. I think, like, that, that, that's from, here. I think a lot of that is from how like Mass Effect 1 is very rooted in the human element of the story. Like we we really only give a crap about the humans. Uh, like the human colonies and all that stuff like that uh whereas two i think tries, tries to flush out like no you should care about the krogan genophage and you should care yes. about yeah. tali's fleet and liara's not in that one so you, just those two things 
No, she's right. here. But uh, no, but I'm agreeing with you, Ian. I'm saying those missions that you're saying are main missions, but feel like side missions should be side missions. They should keep oh. the main story to the main story and let if you want to explore the side missions, the side like yeah. I'm saying you're right that the pacing you know, you and the structure of that is is yeah. is tough. Like, yeah, see, I, that that is how you get your crew. Yeah. And I'm fine with them being main missions. It's just that I need the ratio of main story missions to main crew missions right. to be better. Yeah. Because it's literally like it's I don't think this is an exaggeration. I think it's like 10 to 1. Like 10 crew missions per one main story mission that progresses the main story forward. Wow. That's and that's very, very frustrating yeah. for me. No, that's not um, reasonable. <laughs> yeah. So so I'm on like this weird edge where I'm basically just comparing this to Mass Effect 1 because I went into this game with like Two big thoughts in my mind, two big expectations. Number one, it's the best Mass Effect game because that's what everybody says. And number two, it's one of the best Western RPGs of all time. And I, I, the second one, I feel like it's very good. It's very good as an RPG. But the first one, it, like it's it's kind of on a razor's edge with Mass Effect 1 with me where I'm like, really? there are some things that it does better and some things that it does worse. Like the whole map system, like I talked about this last week, the map where you have to fuel up but it's only on certain map screens that you have to fuel up your ship and do that. It's just like, no, 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 no. It wasn't a great menu in the first place. Now you just made it stupider. Um, Bioware loves unnecessary systems, though. They're all, they're horny yeah. for them. But it's crazy Ooh. because they, they the first game has the hacking mini game, which is basically just kind of like press the button. It's Simon just a quick says. thing. Yeah, and it's it's well, it's not even as hard as Simon says. It's just A, That's press true. A, B, press B. <laughs> but it's, and, and it's not that I hate that. It's just that it was very one note. And so in Mass Effect 2, they switched it out with two games that don't change difficulty at all and are pretty easy. So it's just like you put the effort in, but you didn't really. I've, uh, but also, the, so it's like the last time I played Mass Effect 2 was with the mod that auto does the planets and auto does hacking. So that's the other thing, the planets. God, what a stupid little mini game. And that's how you collect. Uh, 99% of your resources for your upgrades is having to do the stupid like radio scan. Uh, I love planet. that mini game, to be honest. I, I think but it's fine. Yeah, I, I do agree fine. you do it too much. It's it's I, like planets yeah. have also have too many resources to make that like yes. like I wish there was it takes a like three four minutes per planet. Yeah. yeah, like a not like I don't even want this, but if it was like, hey, auto do it and you only take 75% of the resources or something, like something yeah. like that would even be better. I would like that. I think for me, it's it's not that I don't it's not that I hate it as a mini game. I think it's okay as a mini game. It's that I look at my upgrades and I go, I want this. I'm gonna have to go deal with a lot of planets. And right now, I'm just like, no. If I happen to be at a planet, I will scan it. If not, I'm not gonna go search this down. Right. I, it's I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah, so it's, it's a fun mini game. You just do it too much. Yeah, exactly. So I saw so that's that's where kind of I am with Mass Effect Two. I feel like the storytelling is much better. There's actually some really good moral choices in there. Uh, I don't want to say the world building is better, but there's more of it, which is better. Um, I feel like I have not had a mission yet that is bad. And there are definitely one or two missions in Mass Effect 1 that are just like bad, bad environments, etc. Um, and I haven't hit that yet in Mass Effect 2. But then on the other side, I've got like the main story is not progressing. They added magazines or clips for your weapons, which I hate. Yeah, just, it is, I, it's annoying. I got used to the thermal thing. The thermal thing's not great, but at least I didn't have to run around the freaking battlefield now trying to get ammo in the middle of a fight. That is the problem is like that they had two distinct systems rounds. and both of them are very bad. <laughs> yeah, they give you 10 rounds for your sniper rifle uh, before you eventually upgrade it. And so you're just like, okay. <laughs> so it's, I feel I like that I was during the weapon I expected. Did, 
did they ever say why like was that during a time where like ammo stuff was like was like a like a hit thing i mean it was like when gears of war was out so people were were, were all about their active reloads yeah is there active reload in mass effect 2 i don't think no 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 but uh, you know but they but the whole thing was mass effect 2 was we're moving away from rpg and making it more of a shooter so what do shooters have right now oh they have ammo as like a a a big key thing okay gotcha yeah it's just i i just to kind of sum it up so i feel like i'm 50 to 75 percent of the way through mass effect 2 i'm definitely going to finish it it's just i'm kind of at this weird razor's edge where i'm like they did some things a lot better than mass effect 1 they did some things not as good as Mass Effect 1, and they did they changed a lot of things from Mass Effect 1 for neither better nor worse. And so I'm just kind of like going along with it so far, and it's I, it's kind of been a little underwhelming because I, I really did enjoy Mass Effect 1, and I was like, Mass Effect 2 is supposed to be so much better, and I'm kind of playing it going, parts of it are better, parts of it aren't. And so I'm just, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in a wishy-washy place right now with that game. Sorry for turning this into the uh, Mass Effect podcast, but the news is bad this week. Who cares? Um, Ian, I have a question for you. Uh, you have a, you have a, you you've you've been known to have polarizing opinions about video games in the past. Oh, how dare you? Um, <laughs> what, Ian? Yeah. Really? Uh, who did you romance in Mass Effect One? Oh, I, look, I just want to be clear. This is not going to be a polarizing opinion. Uh, we talked about this on the podcast last week. I romanced uh, Liara. Correct. Because correct. you're a correct person. Yeah, because Tali was like, she's on her mission, right? And she wasn't giving off, like, I'm into you vibes. And I was like, okay, I don't need to pursue that. Um, Ashley, I said this last week. I took it off Twitter. She would have been at the Capitol building on January 6th. She is a terrible person. <laughs> and I don't want to be I, anywhere near I her. I thought you were about to come here and defend Ashley. And I would I would, I would have God, probably no. left this podcast. God, no. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley is a fucking Wait, racist. you deleted yes. that tweet? what no i saw the tweet somebody did the tweet i can't remember oh, who did it. oh i thought you um, said it, it was so perfect it was perfect <laughs> it was perfect that's um, very good and then so i was talking to liara and there was definitely like it, the dialogue was really good there was like a connection mm-hmm. and then the way they proceeded through it where she's like i don't know and you're like i'm not sure either and you're just kind of like literally like through four different conversations like spread out throughout the game you finally get to a point where you're comfortable with each other and want to proceed to the love man. You're a male shepherd, right? I'm male shepherd, but I did a custom. No, no the, I'm just curious. Default one looks default one looks looks awful. Like such a stupid chat. He looks bad. Uh, we played through <laughs> we, we played through as Fem Shep. I, I like Fe, I like Jennifer Hale, so Fem Shep is yeah. very good. I, I, I also like the default design of Male Shepherd is so bad. Yeah. It's just it's it's it's, it's perfect just, for Mass Effect One. It makes Where sense like, because he's a military dude and all, but it's it's ju- it's just a fucking white dude with a buzz cut. Like that's, yeah, that's not, a, that's not a character design. Oh, I came from the gym. Now I'm gonna kill aliens, and it's yeah. just like I hate. Um, you. Well, did, have you played Mass Effect One? I have played one and two. I've never played three. Who did you romance in one? Uh it was in 2008. I believe I romanced. Liara. Well, let me make this easy for you. Did she have a mask on, or was she blue, or was she Karen? I I know who they are. I just <laughs> say it was fourteen years ago. I really don't remember. Really, <laughs> it was Ashley. I knew it. He doesn't want to admit that he. No, I, I I honestly are there achievements tied to it because I could look that up. I can't but, believe you slept with the domestic. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, I honestly don't remember. Okay. I, I played it like release week, I think. We're in space. 
She's a space <laughs> terrorist. How could you undercut <laughs> such a cool phrase? Spatial terrorist. terrorist. Spa- I don't um, want to put words together and accidentally say something bad. I let's get off that. That's a fear I live every day. Next, like, we got country. Um, so we uh, we're gonna move to the news. News time for the news. Pine is the type of tree they make newspapers out of. And you know what that means, folks? That means we get to play the news theme. That tracks. I don't know that Here comes the news theme. Shut up. Here comes the news. Is paper theme. more expensive Shut nowadays up. because of lumber prices? Cut me. Shut up. Here comes the news theme. Could be. Here's the news. We're talking about news. It's gaming news. What's up, news? I don't know if you guys know this. Voice of a racist. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> You didn't sing that. Oh, that's so mean. Ronnie P? <laughs> Jeff, oh, shout, out, shout out to Ronnie P. No, Zach from Save Data is a wholesome and inclusive person. Not a racist, as far as we know. <laughs> as far as we know. You never know. I've never looked that far it. back he into his tweets. So well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is bad rabbit hole to go down. Uh, we love everyone here at Subpixel. Save Data is going to be canceled. It's going to be me. <laughs> that is a hundred percent true. Chaos can only go so far uh, to cover up your, all your hate, um, <laughs> folks. It's, it's time for the news. We're going to talk about gaming news. Um, I see Zach in the chat saying, "Whoa!" Now I feel bad. <laughs> um, it's out wants- there. You can't think about it. <laughs> can we- <laughs> Sorry. Uh, who wants to talk? Does anyone want to talk about news? I really don't care. Um, I just want to actually let me talk. Let me talk about news. I hate news. I didn't. I was working all week. I didn't like have a second to add anything to this news document. I like added. I think I had one thing, and I don't care about it. Is this all me that added it? Then I'm pretty sure because I like. I was so disjointed. Like I, I have my phone during things to like check panel or to check Twitter yeah. and stuff, and I like just zone out. I, I, because I can't pay attention to anything long enough. Uh, well, let's start with the um. Let's start with the breaking news, which is basically uh, Jason Schreier, Jeff Grubb, and a whole bunch of other people are basically confirming the rumors that 2K is reportedly set to announce Marvel XCOM as well as a Tiny Tina Borderlands spinoff vehicle. Um. This came out five hours ago from Video Games Chronicle, and then a whole bunch of people, uh, including Jason Trier and Jeff Grubb afterwards, basically said, yeah, this is this is true. Um, it comes from a leaked 2K game list from Reddit, which was also verified by Jason Trier. It has a bunch of stuff on it, but I think the two big things are there's a new Firaxis game. Firaxis, the studio that's made XCOM, it's being described as XCOM with Marvel heroes. Yes, that's right. Marvel IP marvel Mm -hmm. property not just superheroes marvel superheroes i'm kind of i think this is a good idea what do you guys think i think it's also a good idea um except i'll say this again because i've said this to you first of all before you yell at me i don't i don't think mario and rabbids is a bad game i think it is a game i would really enjoy when i eventually sit down to play it and i borrow it from you to play it two it's probably better than XCOM. Three, the thing I really like about XCOM is being able to 
raise my own little soldier boys from birth to general and name them whatever I, I want say, and yeah. call them things and all that sort of cool stuff, change their That's armor and everything. And the problem I have with my own rabbits and with Marvel is that I don't want to do that with people who are set in stone and they're stuff not gonna like let that. you do that. There is exactly. no way they're going to let you rename Captain America to Captain no. January. So 6th. if this there is, is zero chance, the only of that thing I was thinking, stop doing this. If, if it was, I, I'm ignoring I, I the joke. I, I, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> if it was, if it is a Marvel XCOM and you are a bunch of Shield agents and you fly the helicarrier around and you can make your own mm. Shield agents and do that all sort of stuff, that makes uh, sense. Like. Maybe. I, I like naming the, like, and I can bring in a Marvel superhero on one of my missions. I would like that, but again, I I don't have the same passion for the Mario and Rabbids and what I assume this is going to be because I like doing all that intricate stuff with the people and making them the way I want to and changing their armor and customizing them. Like we saw how much stupid stuff they did with the Avengers game as far as if I may touching if I may. people. Just I go you off here because you're wrong. You're right. <laughs> uh Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle does not let you customize like who your character is, what what their name is, you know, what their face hair structure looks like, make your friends, etc. But it still has a lot of customization. There's a lot of custom weapons that change up your properties and your powers and things like that. Uh, I believe there's a, a little bit of um like cosmetic customization as well. And there's a whole lot of skills. So I think. You can still, if you build the right skill tree and the and the right weapon upgrades, and you make it variety, make it make variety. If you make variety in that, then you can still spec out a character to where it feels like I could have gone six, seven different branches on this spec on the skill tree, but I went this specific way with Captain America to synergize this way with Thor, and I think you can get not as far as your customization as you want but i yeah. think you can still get what feels like my captain america my Thor right i'm not against that but i can't name a person chris elliott and then use them as the punching bag for all of my missions like that's the sort of thing i love like i've reloaded so many saves when my george martens died because i just couldn't <laughs> let him <laughs> um, beautiful boy yeah and then when you died ian i was just like well that's the way life is uh, i'm gonna delete that save so i never no he never comes i just reload it so he dies every time <laughs> but yeah i agree with you. You. I, I think that customization yeah. stuff like this especially the reason i think i would like mario and rabbits and this marvel version is because i like mario characters i like marvel characters so from that standpoint i yeah. like that but the XCOM side of both of those games does not excite me because the excitement for me of XCOM is the customization and characters and stuff not necessarily the moving top down sort of thing but i agree with you i think regardless i'm probably going to play this game anyways and enjoy it but that part is Maybe. what I think about with that sort of stuff. Anyways, do you guys yeah, have any thoughts on it? That's a good point of uh, why didn't they just do Star Wars XCOM? Oh, that what do you think is easier to get right now if you're a studio with a decent publishing and a decent daddy backer like 2K? What do you think is easier to get Star Wars or Marvel? I mean, they're both in bad places, video game Star wise. Star Wars, because you could probably do like, we're not going to do any named characters. We're just going to do like, we're going to, we're going to yeah. XCOM it. Like it's your own squad. Of, it's rogue Two. Like it's your own squad of, of goons. <gasps> yeah. Um, Marvel, Marvel has probably. what it has, it has Iron Man VR. It has Marvel's Avengers and it has a couple mobile games. 
and that's kind is there of a reason ultimate Marvel alliance puzzle or... quest is supposed to uh, there was marvelous yes, marvelous capcom infinite which is what's that online game, game. There, there, there was there was the marvel alliance the the co-op beat em up but isn't there Diablo an online game thing? that like jeff oh, gersman yeah. played a bunch is that is that alliance is that the same one or oh i don't know I can't but anyways, anyways, um, what we really need to talk about, though, is how we don't want to talk about the Borderlands Tiny Tina thing, because let's just take the worst character of a terrible series and just like Borderlands care. is OK. I like two. Um, that's really this concludes my thoughts on Borderlands. I really like I. Yeah, yeah. I like to franchise the most. that I understand people like. Uh, Pridge, for example, Pridge really loves Borderlands. I don't have any strong feelings about Borderlands. I think it is a fun game to play with friends and to go sh- loot and shoot. And that's really, that's all I got. It was a series that looked better before they cel-shaded it. I, that is true. I have seen the... the I, have that, I have that I have that issue. Actually, I probably still don't. But the issue of OXM that came out that has like the big, ex, not expose, but big article about it. And it's all before okay. they changed it over. And I remember being so excited. It's like it's like Borderlands what is a fun game. It's a fun game to play in spite of the terrible storytelling, the terrible characters, the terrible humor, the terrible voice acting. Not that the voice actors are bad, but the direction is just like make it as annoying and screechy as possible, and we'll blow out your ears with decibels. Clap trap. And this game where they're like. <laughs> Let's do a game about Tiny Tina, literally the worst Borderlands character. And I can say that with 100% certainty, having played barely any of those games and still be right. And it's just like, oof, I don't. I just. I don't yeah, care. I think just, Tiny Tina is worse than Claptrap. Yeah, from what I've seen. Yeah. Anyways. Um, great. Uh, Chris, anything you would like to talk about? Uh, I'll, I'll get y'all's take on this because I think it's cool. Nintendo, they're making a museum about Nintendo. <gasps> I'm honestly surprised this it would be wild if it was about anything else. Uh, I mean, like, this is gonna sound stupider than it is, but like, they, they kind of have them in the stores. Like, I mean, like, they have, like, if you go to Nintendo yep. New York, there's a big thing in the middle of it that's like, here's here's the history of all the consoles we made and here is, is examples of them weird variants here's the game boy that survived a bomb blast in the gulf war um, yeah and stuff like cool that stuff. but like nintendo i've always said nintendo is like disney where they do a good job of like you should have reverence for our product because it is important and like even if yes. that isn't deserved they've always done a good job of like of like upholding it um and like i think this this makes sense i also think it's really dope they are uh the location of it is the former factory that when nintendo produced trading and menko cards that's when they that's where they made their cards and oh. they i i don't know if they still owned it or they rebought it for this but they now like that that they're wiping it out to build the inside back as the nintendo uh museum which i think is really cool yeah pixelate japan we will be going to this <gasps> museum yay 100 I'm, I'm promising it now we're saying yeah, we we'll love do, promising. We'll do a fucking, uh, channel trip whenever this thing opens. And no, you guys can't the... do it. We're doing it. <laughs> yeah, we also can uh, go to the travesty or or uh, amazing spectacle of Super Nintendo World. We'll see how that pans out, folks. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. It's good now. But oh, like, and know, we can go to the Dragon Quest amusement park as well, and the Studio Ghibli one. 
Oh, yeah. I recently... Or Ghibli, I, I, think, I don't care. Oh, it's Ghibli. Don't be That's a weirdo. Um, the Dragon Quest Park, you, like, go into a village and, like, you create your characters and you, like, are in the game and you, like, do f- monster fights and stuff with, like, all these LCD panels everywhere. Yes. I was watching a video. It was great. I was really into that it. Um, That's yeah. some Bull Crosby bullshit right yeah. there, folks. Yeah. I'm the world's biggest, least informed... Dragon Quest fan. <laughs> <laughs> Least played, played two of the games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, excuse me. One Loves and a half. Love fillers, though. <laughs> I love Dragon Quest Tact. Um, <laughs> other big news uh, that we're going to talk about here: God of War Ragnarok delayed until 2022. Year of Our Lord called by the one and only, the great, the man, Ian Gibson. It was, it was, look, I, look, I'm just going to put on, the hat on real on, quick. Call on. told you so. Did, Will, did you think this game was coming out this year? No, I, I didn't. They but Ian's, Ian's the one who made the big stink about it. So I'm giving L- him the credit. Because literally when they announced it, I believe we, I, I don't remember if we were live tweeting it or if, if we talked about it on the stream after, but literally when they announced it, the next time we were on video, I was like, it's not coming out in 2021. They said Ragnarok 2021. And you guys were like, what they said. And like, that's what they said. And it's like got 18 months. And I'm like, why would they show a logo? And that's it. If they are planning to release it sometime in the next 18 months, you're going to show more than that. And, and I was a hundred percent right. So toot toot honk honk. That's my horn baby. <laughs> because how dare you put 2021 on it and just show a logo and act like you're going to get away with it. Also, it's apparently it's not called God of War Ragnarok. Like it's just really? called it's the next God of like they never confirmed it's called the next game it's called God of War whatever but I believe in the trailer it just says Ragnarok it didn't say Ragnarok is is coming which is Ragnarok yeah. is the apocalypse right. in Norse mythology so people just put two right. and two together but in this press release they just said the release of the next God of War teaser Jesus Christ so um yeah I mean yeah I, like I'm not saying it's not called that but no chance this game was coming out in absolutely yeah. no. like I, I I'm pretty I'm almost certain when like they showed the teaser last year I, we were live streaming it and I think most of us went yeah okay yeah that was a solid note there's a possible a chance that Horizon Zero Dawn 2 Forbidden I West know. doesn't even come out this year so I, I I know. Was, like like they have to be I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of it is obviously like you know, COVID stuff happens. But I said, I said on on the monitor, I was like, I wonder how much of them also is like, hey, we cannot be, we can, we cannot cyberpunk this. We cannot. Yeah, we have not had a AAA release since that game came out. Oof. Is that main one? Because it came out after Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it didn't, it came out like you know within like a week or two span. What games have I been playing? I think it was the week new? after. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that's like we have n- nothing because everyone is wetting themselves. At, like I, what Mass happens Effect if, I, if I mess up? No, 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 It's a remake. Yeah, yeah, Mass Effect doesn't count. You idiot. Um, I do want to just add some context <laughs> to this to this information real quick, which is basically um, there was a Sony Q and A blog post and released on a Sony blog, and in there. They just dumped a whole bunch of info in the interview that had not been talked about before. So, for example, Horizon is now shooting for a holiday 2021, which, uh, in case you didn't know, is now pretty much outside the PS5 launch window, as they originally said it would be. Uh, God of War and Gran Turismo will be cross-gen for PS4, PS5, which is honestly pretty shocking, at least for Gran Turismo. And the Days Gone Studio 
is working on a new IP. They are not working on Days Gone 2. So not working on Siphon Filter 3. Uh, Resident yeah, Evil um, 8, David said, by the way. That's a fair and, point. And then and Returnal. Returnal. Yeah. Chat just blowing Chris's <laughs> yeah. idiot. Chris is an Return- idiot. <laughs> Returnal. That's pretty good. I, I, I want to play it. I just, I, I'm not I paying have $70 heard, for yeah. it. I've heard two opinions on that game, and both of them are like, yeah. I can't say my game. Um, New Pokemon Snap. Get wrecked, baby. Uh, speaking of opinions. Um, you got opinions? How do you guys feel about Horizon and now God of War and now Gran Turismo 7 being PS4 and PS5 games? How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I mean, I'm okay with it as long as the you can take advantage of things for the PS5 for the PS5 version. Yeah, like Horizon runs top to bottom in 60 frames. That's what they said. Yeah, yes. as long as it's not like, hey, your PS5 is playing a PS4 game up-resed like you're playing a ps5 game like they're just yes. making a ps4 yes. version as well i feel bad for the just, base ps4 players i just you know i gotta be honest with you i'm a little yeah. pissed because i'm not a super sony fanboy but i will admit part of the reason why i bought a ps5 was because they were saying gran turismo 7 is a ps5 game um i don't care as much about god of war or horizon etc but if i did i would be just as upset that they were basically saying it will be a PS5 game. You should really get this PS5. We care about next-gen console exclusives. And then it turns out that they've just kind of gone back on that. And it's kind of frustrating. Like, I'm glad PS4 players will be able to play these games. But at the same time, it's like, man, you really strong-armed me into getting a PS5. And there's really not much to play on it. And your PS Now, PS Plus service is nowhere near as good as Game Pass. So that PS5, baby, I haven't turned that thing on in like six, seven weeks because it's it's just not worth it. And I'm not paying $70 for a semi-broken uh, yeah. uh, run game like yeah. Returnal. Do you so, think um, this is a, I'm not saying like a recent, super recent decision, but do you think this is a decision? No. Okay. There is no way they could have taken a game PS5, 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 and then as soon as COVID starts last March, they go, we should probably do a PS4 version. There's, I, I, that, I'm not saying it's not possible, but that is very difficult to plan and build completely towards a next-gen console and then revert. It's much easier to go the other way, which is, let's build on the PS4 basis and also take advantage of PS5 architecture. So gotcha. I guarantee you these were, for a long time, planned to be possibly multi-gen and then at some point they may have just said no we're not going to release it on ps4 even though we can we're just going to do ps5 yeah so that, I, I that, that was my thing related. is no i don't think it's covid related either which uh, i was going to say um they were planning for ps4 and ps5 and then they're ramping up those ps4 plans more now that there's not as many ps5s in the wild and they kind of want to make those sales uh, well i'm mm. sorry but i was literally just about to say the even stupider take is thinking that it's about sales or chips because that is an even more recent development than COVID. So there's no, no, there's no, no I'm, way. I'm not, I'm not saying it. changing to that. I'm saying being more open about it now. But, but, but what I'm saying is it's not the type of thing where you can pivot that quickly. No, I'm not saying so they're pivoting. You would, have had to plan, you would have had to plan for it in the past. Right. I, I feel like long. it's, yeah, it's something good. that would have been happening anyways. But I feel like people are saying it's coming out. Like the information is finally coming out now as much as they didn't want to say it. But obviously that's what they've been playing for this whole time i don't know because i think if you're sony man i don't i mean how would how would you do that if you're sony because if you're sony you just want to sell ps5s right 
you, you're still going to make a little bit of money on PS4s, but really you want to sell PS5s. Right. So, I mean, but like, but they, at some point, as much as they want to, they actively can't. They don't have enough of them. No, but, but, that, but they're still selling through. But what, at some point, you have to be like, hey, make sure everyone knows this is also coming to PS4. So exactly. And we I think, get those I think that's what they're doing. And right. I think David from Save Data kind of pointed out, which is this is bad news. And so they snuck it out in this blog post like that because yeah. cross-gen, they know it's bad news. So they snuck it out like that. The same as the delay. Yeah, so. I, I wasn't insinuating the COVID and PlayStation 5 uh, chip stuff. I just meant they weren't being as upfront about it because they were trying to launch a PS5. They're trying 100%. to get people into that. Yes. And now that they're sneaking and, out that bad news, yeah. it's more and of I a think, thing. I, I think it's bad of them to do that. I don't think it's a terrible thing, but it's it's still like, okay, well, great. Now I have a $500 paperweight that really doesn't play much right now, except for old gen games and you're just not really offering console exclusives for it right now right so. yeah yeah well. um sweet uh i'm uh yeah that's i think more than anything uh i think covid really messed with their plans for releasing uh big hitters on the ps5 and i mean also microsoft as well but uh chris you got anything you want to chat about Nada. Yeah. Uh, um, I've got a game. I've got a game real quick. Okay. So the, the Battlefield reveal has been revealed. It will be uh, revealed on June 9th. It will be revealing everything that has already been previously leaked and all the leaked reveals, which is basically that it's near future. <laughs> I fucking hate you right now. <laughs> 128 people. Let's not talk about what Battlefield will be. Battlefield 6, whatever it is. I just want to have a little thought experiment. What would get you excited? If they came out and they said, this is the new Battlefield, what would actually get you excited? Because I'm pretty sure all of us have some experience with the Battlefield franchise, but I think all of us have kind of fallen off of it because it's just, it's 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 not really a blockbuster franchise anymore. It's not doing anything crazy exciting. Even when they did World War One, it didn't feel that crazy exciting. So like, what, what for you guys would get you excited? Would get you back on board? Bad Company 3. Uh, so, uh, that's where my brain went to. Just you because asked. it's different. I thought the bad like, company, the two bad company multiplayer games, multiplayer was better than any other Battlefield game. That is a true statement. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's true. Bad company. Yeah, too, I and I don't even mean the story. Like, I, I mean, I'm there for the story, but the bad company to Vietnam. I just those rush modes, the destructibility in those, the somewhat yeah. they were uh, like a, a couple notches less serious than the Battlefield games, and I, I was just. Because I remember those games came out and then Battlefield 3 came out and I played it and I was like, yeah, this has the shooting and the combat, but I liked the big team battle stuff of the Bad Company games a heck of a lot more. Yeah. What about you, Chris? What do you what, what would get you back on board? Borderline nothing. Um, I don't like your point. Bad Company 3 don't really give a shit. Uh, I don't, they're not going to go back to space because uh, they have Battlefront. They they're should. not going to. Why would why would you compete with yourself? Um, which I understand, even though if it's boring, um, I I do have one solution for them: a real war. <laughs> Hear me out. Not a video <laughs> game. They start a real war. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember that PS3 game? mag or mac M- it was either yeah. mag or mac and it was 256 versus 256 players it was massive action game amazing yeah. um i want or like or how like planet siders 2 works i want 
EA, I want battle next, the next Battlefield to be an actual war that you have to log yes. into every day and play and go fight on the front lines. Otherwise, your faction will lose. Yes, I, I want. I've I've literally had this dream since like 2003, which is like you make a map the size of like a standard like U.S. county, right? And it's huge and it's persistent, and you have factions that you choose, and it's kind of like an MMO where you don't get to just join and be a sniper. It's like America's Army. Like you start as a grunt and then you have to go through like fake training and you have to pass a certain number of missions and challenges before then you are allowed to pick a sniper rifle. You know, when you're trying to take territory and there are battle royales out there or not really battle royales, but just kind of like experimental games that have done like 10,000 simultaneous players in the same battlefield. Like like the tech is there. It's, it would still absolutely be a challenge, but I you're want EA. like- I don't yeah, care what your challenge it is. <laughs> Throw some money out it. The, the crazy thing is, like, they keep teasing them. Battlefield 6 is going to be more massive than ever. And the leaks are all saying it's 128 players, which is like, who cares? Battlefield 2 private servers had 128 players yeah. more than a decade ago. You know, that is not big anymore, especially when uh, Warzone is, what, 150? Like, it's not big anymore. Go big. Throw some money at it. Get, like, 10,000 people in a giant space add some actual progression to it where it's not just like, oh, you unlock the new cosmetic option for this weapon. It's like, no, make me earn, I, I, make me earn being able to be a pilot, you know, like, like yes. actually add in like a rank structure. Don't make it too serious, but like, give me some, some MMO progression to it. That would make me very excited. Um, I have, I have a counter option for you, an offer, if you will. Is it 2143? Um, no, allow me, allow me to paint a picture for you, Mr. Gibson. EA press conference or the, uh -huh. the ninth, whatever day it is. I don't give a shit uh, <laughs> up on the, up on the screen. Battlefield two, the sequel to Battlefield one. They just a text, nothing else. Black screen. A, A through D. So everything but the B fades away. The two moves over to the left a little bit in that gap. R I N K brink two. Oh my <laughs> god! I thought you were gonna do Battlefield Two B, the near um, automata Battlefield game. Hey, oh, I take it all back. One thing they can get me back in uh, the near automata uh, variant. So we I, I have two more options. One, one that I'll touch on real quick. One is they need to bring back Battlefield Twenty One Forty Two. Just call it Twenty One Forty Three. Battlefield Twenty One Forty Two had some like really good weapons. It had some pretty good mechs. It also had. Uh, did you guys ever play Twenty One Forty Two? Actually, yes. yes, yes. yes. Loved, it, loved it. Yeah. So it had the Titan mode, which was incredible. It was like like they keep talking about levolution and like destruction, but. Titan mode basically just like made your multiplayer match, like your 20, 30 minute multiplayer match, like very dynamic. It had an end game. You had these floating warships that you could attack and try and unlock. Mm -hmm. And then the, the, the round always ended with you attacking their big floating ship or you getting attacked on your big floating ship. Like bring that back. Um, the other option is, this is a little bit, this, this isn't quite like AAA next Battlefield release, but... I don't know if you guys have tried to play Battlefield 2 recently, but they took down all the official servers. And that game, it doesn't feel great because it had horrible random aim. So like literally you would be standing still and you try and shoot at somebody and it would it would do like a pattern. It was it was pretty bad. They should just remake that. Exact same factions, exact same weapons, exact same maps. Strike at car canned, but in 4K 60 FPS. Remaster. I've, I've said this before. I it oh, will never cease to amaze me why companies do not just remake 
like beat for beat, just make it look prettier. Their most successful games. If Blizzard yes. today remade WoW from scratch in a brand new engine, every not, not a single difference, it would make a billion dollars. Yeah, they they need to do that with Battlefield Two, and they need to tweak the shooting and gameplay a little bit, but bring it back, modern graphics, tweak the gameplay a little bit, and then offer that multiplayer servers. And my God, I would be in day one. I would pay seventy. I would pay the next gen seventy dollar price for that. Oh. Okay, two, two, I, I, I got two more. I got two more pitches for you. Two more pitches here. Oh no! Um, St uh, Star Wars Battlefront Bad Company. Oh, I want to play a. I want to play Better a bunch story. of goons in the Star Wars universe, running around getting yeah. getting stuff done. Uh, or Battlefield colon Titanfall. But the shtick is you're not you're not a pilot. You're one of the, you're 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 one of the goons you're on crying. the ground. And I like just, that, and you're just trying to make it through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. Take Battlefield from there's, the dice. There's Apex Legend. Well, it's I mean, it's, it's all the same. It's all the same company. It's it's you're keeping it no, internal. I mean, put put respawn in charge because I don't trust dice with Battlefield. Oh, that's fair. Put respawn in charge and tell them Battlefield Titanfall. Put it in the Titanfall. This is your next yeah. Titanfall. It has to be a Battlefield game. Yeah. And like oh, EA even said that Apex was currently their num their flagship FPS, which by the way, brutal. Um, hard yeah. hard hard to hear. Um, but uh, I I like. I just love the idea of you're just playing a grunt and there's there's titans falling, there's pilots doing backflips, there's Apex Legends <laughs> legending about, and you're just like, yeah. oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know, Rick. Titanfall on top of you. <laughs> exactly. God. Yeah. Oh. The it's, it's, it's such a shame because the weird thing with Battlefield is that it was it used to be such an incredible franchise. Mm -hmm. um, it was, and then it just it really, it really it was, was top tier. The, the alternate yeah. to uh cod that didn't feel like you were stepping down you were just stepping yeah. across the aisle and, it, and it, it started to fall off with three and it's all been downhill since there but the problem is it never cratered so it it, it never hit that point where it felt like they had to we're losing sales we made a 50 out of 100 game we need to relaunch it we need to take over and get somebody else in charge and because of that it is just it's just become stagnant and everybody comes in and says the solution is we're going back to World War II. The solution is World War One, but they're not changing the core underlying game mechanics that have become stagnant and are no longer working. And that's just, it's a shame, man. That that franchise needs to be rejuvenated, but everybody in charge of it and making decisions around it like refuses to admit that. And that, that's, that's the big hell and you're fighting the Doom-esque monsters. Yes. Oh, like battle, a supernatural battlefield. Ba uh, yeah. Battle battle fallout and it's, it's just in the post-apocalyptic wasteland. The team that made the Battlefield Bad Company multiplayer just have them make another multiplayer game. Like what what well, are I, they still I, with dice? I no, guarantee you, and here's the problem. Honestly, the problem is Battlefield Bad Company 2 multiplayer fantastic. If you've played a recent Battlefield game, it is almost exactly the same as Battlefield Bad Company 2 multiplayer. They 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 aced that and they have not moved on from that and it feels very stale and stagnant. That annoys me. That, that's the problem is they 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 aced it and then they haven't innovated on it enough. So right, that's right, right. I don't think that's the solution. You got to get somebody fresh in there. You got to give it to Respawn. I really like that idea. Remake Battlefield Bad Company 2. I also I will always love, love the trope of the, the regular schmo when everything is like the super epic uh -huh. like battle and it's just just some dude named Kyle trying to make it through the day. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bring the coffee to the Titan pilots. You gotta the bring the coffee field. to the to the oh, Titan. God.
You know what? It, actually, it would so be pretty good is if, like, on your Titanfall vein, you were the grunts preparing the area to call, be able to call in Titans. Oh, yeah. you're, 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 I mean, I hate that. So, hate like, you're it, capturing the rush points movie. for you're the Suicide yeah. Squad that has to go in and get things ready. Like, you have to yeah. set down the beacons and get the, get the, the laser grid up and all that crap. I yeah. think that'd be pretty good. Honestly, um, Titanfall Bad Company would actually be a, uh, yeah, that's kind of the winner. That's good. Take the um, podcast down. Uh, <laughs> Ian, you want to do some sued. quick hits sued. here? Yeah, let's do some quick hits. Uh, sequel to Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night appears to be in development, according to the, uh, I believe it was the publisher, the developer put out a slideshow with some information about it. Uh, E3 will be hosting an award show. They have been giving out awards for, I believe, decades now, but they were always just kind of announced, but they're actually going to do an official award show, giving out like <sighs> best in show, etc. Jeff Keighley. Uh, Take place on the final day of the broadcast. Um, Sweat. EA has delisted five Need for Speed games ahead of an August online shutdown. Um, these were all games that were focused on online content, so they just decided to delist them in addition to taking down the servers. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie got a fan-made extended cut. Basically, what they did was they found some footage on various like Laserdisc, VHS copies, etc. They spiffed them up. They cut them back into the movie and they released an extended cut that is about 25 minutes longer um, and in, in pretty high resolution. Uh, Nintendo Direct has been announced for E3 Tuesday, June 15th at 12 p.m. Eastern. And uh, finally, this last one, which I thought would be a fun game, but honestly is pretty stupid. The EA CEO, Andrew Wilson, has teased that the Madden 22 cover is not going to be what you expect. It's going to be surprising. It's just going to be another Great. stupid football player. Boobies. What do you think is going to be surprising about that? Come on. It's going to be a cat scan. <laughs> it's going to be a cat. <laughs> a cat scan. That's awful. I can't. It's going to be, oh. a, it's gonna be the, the I'm not a cat judge cat. It's going to be uh, Hernandez. Was that the guy's name? Who got brain damage and then like murdered oh my people? God. I, I was gonna say Colin Kaepernick kneeling. Oh, like they're embracing I, it actually, now. I mean, that, that would actually be, that would be way too. Pa- I mean, it'd be good, but it'd be way too pandering. No, no, yeah, and no. also they would they wouldn't do allow it. it. Yeah, you see that? Anyways. Actually, I'm not gonna talk about sports on here. Maybe it's uh, COVID. Maybe it's the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Just do. Uh, it's a it's a football player tackling. The it's John Madden's corpse. It's LeBron James. It's John, Benoit. John Madden's dead, right? No, he's still yes. alive, I believe. No, I'm almost certain John Madden is deceased. It's just a bucket he's of dead. chicken wings. Yeah, look it up, Chris. I thought he was alive, but he just doesn't do any broadcasts anymore because he's. It's uh, me, John Madden. He's still kicking. Wow. He's still kicking. Okay, him. then I hope it's John Madden. That would be cool. But he looks confused because he doesn't has know where he, he is. Has he been on the cover of any of them? Yes, because the I one I had for N64 originals. had him on the cover. That makes sense. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's got his name. They should do that then. If he's still look up, You should look up all the uh, uh, Madden. Honestly, honestly I have, I have a, a dark thing, but it's almost certainly true. They're waiting, they're waiting for him to die before they make him uh, on the mascot of the game. Oh. Or maybe they're worried they make him the mascot of the game and then he dies. Yeah, that's after. I mean 100. It's it's yeah it's it's I mean that this this conversation we're having is the same thing they're having in a uh, marketing meeting. How Except dare Also, you. somebody said, "What if he says something racist?" And then they're <laughs> like, "Pay that man." 
They he's, all have Google alerts set up. Okay, for Madden, so dead, he's on the cover of the or, or Madden racist. <laughs> Come on, Madden this website's the worst. Madden canceled. Uh, he's on the cover of the first like ten games. Yeah, then then they'll do it when he passes. Yeah, it wasn't until two thousand one they a put a player on thing it. to say, but it's true. Shall we move on? Yes. Our our John Madden death pool. Yeah, we should John Madden. I got twenty dollars. Uh November twenty twenty eight. Twenty bucks on tomorrow. <laughs> Ian's ordering a hitman as we speak. Uh folks, we're gonna dive out of the news and into the most delicious segment of this entire show, which is the subpixel rating system. Woo! Yeah, go Bobby. Uh, we are going to uh, rate a game, one game provided by Chris, because that is what I have decided. Because it's ten twelve, and I'm tired. Okay. I've been up since like five thirty. Um, Chris, give me your game. <laughs> real quick, though, I think we should talk about the amendments. We do have. Oh right. I, I have, um, yeah, I have some questions because this list has changed considerably since I was on this thing last. Right, we were talking about last week adding an amendment where instead of adding a game, you pick a game there. to rediscuss. Yes, okay. I added it. Let me read the description. This is called oh, the right wait. to rediscuss. In, you bad boy. In lieu, of, in lieu of offering a new game to add to the list, a panelist may instead choose to rediscuss an existing game on the list. The existing game must be moved from its current spot up or down and be permanently locked in its new number. Oh, oh, I don't know if I agree. Oh, no, no. Hey, it's on my YouTube channel. You're picking a game to rediscuss, but we all have to decide where it goes. I don't agree with the locked, though. I don't agree. The the locked I have problems with. Once again, not my YouTube channel, not my I'm not surprised that you don't agree with it. It's just that we literally discussed (laughs) it last time that it would be locked in in like that would be its permanent number. And you were like, oh, that's a great idea. I thought that was for the big discussion. Oh, uh, no. Okay, well, we can take out the permanently locked. But how about, and it cannot be rediscussed. So, like, if he picks Outer Wilds this week, I can't pick Outer Wilds next week. to rediscuss. Until 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 you have the final one. Like, the final, yeah. the final decision yeah, nice. of yeah, what, yeah. where every game goes. Oh, I didn't realize right. you were going to add this. I thought we were going to do this today. So it's not, it's not locked, but it cannot be rediscussed in the future. Okay. Right. Um I what is the battle to be brink? Uh there's a title uh uh I don't I don't understand that. I don't think it's real. It's real it in mean? our hearts. What is brink? Who's brink? Brink is number 23 on the list. No, there I, are I, worse I, games I, than brink. So we've already beaten it that way. And there are better games than brink. So that's oh we beat that's, that's, that's a fact we Folks, know. it's it's a yeah. trophy. We we've done it. Congratulations. We did it. I'm happy um, for you. I'm I'm gonna do something unprecedented to the list here. You're gonna poop. League of Legends. No, there's a mobile no, quarantine sorry, zone. There's a mobile <laughs> quarantine zone. We will put yeah. it at number one in the mobile quarantine zone. But then Will gets to go to bed. No, pick another game. It's in the quarantine zone. Okay, it's fine. It's quarantine. Um, you right. It is unprecedented. You get two games this week. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's uh, something no one else has ever done, except the times that it's, it's been done before. Um, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Kotor. 
I I have decided to uh, for now at least spare you RuneScape on this list. <laughs> um, because that so, also comes with too many amendments. Of which one are we talking about? So tell us about this game. Uh, Star Wars: Night of the Republic is uh, the f- uh, the first game that anyone cares about from those scamps over at Bioware. You might know them from their hit video game Anthem um, or other things. <laughs> uh, it's a Star Wars game in which you play a dude that or lady that wakes up on a ship. The ship is being <laughs> shot at by the Sith, and you gotta go. You gotta go solve the Star Wars in space, and you can you can romance people. And uh, it's got, uh, yep, it's got Star Wars in it. It's a star. It's a good Star Wars RPG, uh, and it has. It's way better than it has any right to be. And it sort of set Bioware in their ways of like we make the Western RPGs that aren't just just a JRPG but made in America. It's a genuinely different kind of experience, and it's kind of a different like storytelling format. And we have a unique combat system that's not that good. And it's definitely the reason Mass Effect exists. <laughs> yes, uh, and then and then Mass Effect only exists because we lost the license to make more Star Wars stuff. Um, how does and it compare to? I I haven't played either, but how does it compare to um Kotor two? Kotor one is substantially better than Kotor two. <laughs> Oh really? And, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I just I, I would I, some reason I thought it was the opposite. Shocked. No, I I've would heard, be shocked. I've, I've heard people who like two over one, but I really uh, one I've never the beaten vast because majority of people I, I I'm uh, choosing to believe will agree with me on this. Yeah, one's very good. I've gone to beat it in it. I, I've been meaning to beat beat it several times, but my save game has always crashed. <laughs> like six or like 15 hours in so i've never beaten it i i'm excited to play it when the new remake comes out because i've heard it's very tough to go back to now so i I'm uh, ready it's, it flat out yeah. doesn't work without Not, like like fan patches and stuff i know the iPad, ipad version is okay just just to give a little bit of context uh kotor one has, has a 93 on metacritic kotor 2 has an 85 so it's not actually that much of a difference Oh, okay. It but is it, also it, the general consensus is that Kotor one is. Yeah, it's turn based, um, somewhat turn based, quasi. Yeah, it, it's it's like Final Action Fantasy battle. twelve. If that helps you at all, I don't think. Yeah, it does, you have to like. Yeah, it's good though. I like it. It's the first game that like kind of made you feel like a Jedi or a Sith. Yes, and so, and unlike Mass Effect, it has a good morality system. Yeah, like side of the dark side because because yeah. Renegade Paragon is garbage uh, um chris where would you put it on the list so looking at this i would put it above mass effect 2 actually <gasps> kind of appropriate i'm so happy you said that is that exactly where you'd put it that's exactly where i would put it yeah because i don't think it's quite better than control in terms of polish and like as an overall game because like let's be clear this game is buggy uh, it can't I mean Bioware. Bioware. I don't even know how they got the license of Star Wars because they had no money when they made this thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, it is, and it's. Uh, I do think it is a better holistic experience than Mass Effect Two. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's a lot more nostalgia talking since it was one of my first like really big RPGs. I'm the same as, but you. I think I would agree because I, I just played that game so much. Um, just I, I that tan is it? Thanos is the first place. Uh, Terrace, Terrace, Thanos. and the and the underground, the swoop racing, and yeah, the Terrace. the UG, the like the rag creatures, the like 
things what are they called they're like uh, weird bio no, creatures no, no, no. the Rag Rag ragnarok Rag or something Rag Rag was close oh it's something like that but just so much of that is is so great and of course uh kaden from mass effect is uh what's his face karth 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 and the ebon hawk oh and and the other thing that it did it did a lot for Star Wars being an old Republic game they they added like cool new yeah. robots cool new creatures they added a very they like stuck to like that rule of two stuff did cool uh, like you you saw Dantooine um, I also remember you you could put on the Sand People costume walk into town and everyone starts shooting at you because they thought you were a Sand person. <laughs> Yeah, it also it originates a lot of like the stuff of you come out of a location and judging by things you've done in the past, like the Dark Brother, or not, sorry, the Sith will jump you very similar to how like in like uh, uh, Oblivion and stuff like you piss off the Dark Brotherhood and they will come and attack you. Yeah, I don't think that had been done at the time. Because the Oblivion um, wasn't out yet. But yeah, I, I would agree with Chris putting it putting it over Mass Effect 2. For sure. Uh, I don't know if you have anything to say, Ian. Um, I, you know, uh, all I'm going to say is that Ghost of Tsushima is still way too high on this list. Um, but yeah, I'm okay with it being below control. Um, I mean, I, I could put it as high as, well, here's the thing, because I don't agree with y'all's list in general. <laughs> I see. Like, Wait, I'm like, really? Oh, no, like, it's, it's getting tougher and tougher. I'm, I'm like, I could put, I, I could put it above control, and then I'm like, oh, well, I could put it above Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm like, oh, well, I could obviously put it above Mirror's Edge and Firewatch, which is one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> so like, so we're putting this at number five. You're saying I'm okay with that. I mean, it's a good game. Number, it is number it is, five. It, it is not better than Doom. No, I don't care who fights me on that. Not much Again, is better I, than Doom. I but have Doom, not Doom touched the game. Is, Doom is literally the first video game I ever played. So like no one's ever going to convince me that it's like you're not going to get me to like, trick me into being like, eh, Doom sucks. No, Doom's awesome. So you're telling me I, I should put this at number five and then I think I would be okay with that. Then we just all go to bed, right? That's yes. great. I cannot believe Factorio is number three. Jesus Christ. This Factorio is a perfect video game. It needs to be it, number one. It needs it to be number it one. It doesn't have I don't a agree story. With that. Who cares? Who cares? Tetris Me. doesn't have Outer a story. Outer Wilds is too Te high up there. Te Tetris know. isn't number three on the greatest games of all time list. It could be, though. Maybe you should no, add it and find out. I should do. I should do Weltris. Well, you can't because Will's never played a Tetris game. Is that true? I don't, still don't know why you make fun of me for that. He said, I That's mentioned Tetris, and he's like, he's like, He's like, I've never played Tetris. And I said, I never, never said played it Tetris. like that. And he goes, and he goes, well, I mean, I've played like Tetris for a couple minutes, but I've never played a Tetris game. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, I play like Tetris at like an arcade or in like other games, but I've never like sat down and like bought a Tetris game and played it all the way through. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What? How like, is that so crazy? It. I've never like, what, what do you it's mean? It's just funny. It's just funny that you say I've never played Tetris and then immediately qualify with it. Well, I have played Tetris. I just haven't bought a Tetris game and sat down. I just down meant and played I've like played the, the kin of Tetris. Like if there's a mini game like Tetris, I've played that. Does, does I've never played Tetris. Does it help that you're both beautiful? No, I don't know oh, why okay. he loses his it's mind just, over this every time because I haven't played Tetris. Funny joke. It's just oh, it's, it's like not. It's like a Dan Reichert thing where you just say something so wrong. And then immediately say something that that is like proves how wrong it is, and you're just it's like, not it's wrong. Like bewildering. 
I haven't played a Tetris game. You have okay. Wait, let's okay. Okay, no, we're going to bed. We're going oh to wait, bed. Oh, we're going oh, to bed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank I was going to ask you a question. So you have never put your hands on a controller and played a game with Tetris in the label in the name. Correct. See, that's not the way you described it to me. The way I described it, as far as I can remember, is that I've never played a Tetris game, but I've played Tetris mini games in games. You know what I mean? Like someone who's no, see, the way you said it to me was like, I've never played, I've never like sat down and, and owned and played a Tetris game for an expanded period of time. I've only played it for a couple minutes at a time. That's, I mean, yeah, I, it's essentially the same thing. I've, I've never, I've never played a Tetris game. I'll, I, I will qualify that even more for you. So the you have never touched Tetris. Yes, okay. I've never touched, sure. Finally, the truth comes out. It's revealed, It would just be kind of like, It'd be kind of like if you said, I've never played Mario Kart. I said, you've never played Mario Kart. And you said, well, I played it at a friend's house a couple times, but I've never owned a Mario Kart game. And I would no, be like, no, that means you It'd be like, I've Mario never played Mario Kart, but I've played a racing game. You played Diddy Kong Racing. I played Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. But then you haven't played Tetris, then. I'm saying I haven't played Tetris. Thank you. We've done it. <laughs> Folks. It's just so uh, confusing. It's, such a, it's just a simple question. Have you played Tetris? And Will somehow makes nope. the answer so complicated. So I made it complicated because I knew you were going to come at me about it because you come at me about everything. <laughs> the Tetris conversation, a new play by Ian Gibson and Will Crosby. I love it. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just three hours of you two on stage facing each other, having a slowly, increasingly irritated argument about I Tetris. It's, like it's one of the first classics. We should, we should <laughs> produce this. You know, never touch a man's Factorio. Tetris. What's another one? I can't think of one. I don't know. Some shit we've said. <laughs> Roblox. Folks. It used to be Mass Effect 2, but I think that's, yeah, that's that, no that, longer. That Roblox is a good game is going to be Ian's next hot take. Um, oh, new, number five, new number five. <laughs> Do I have to read this list? New number five, KOTOR. Can I read no. it? Can I read it? No, yeah, absolutely it. not. Number one, Outer Wilds. Number two, Yakuza Zero. Number three, Factorio. Number four, Doom 1993. Number five, Kotor. Number six, Firewatch. Number seven, Mirror's Edge. Number eight, Ghost of Tsushima. Number nine, Control. Number nine, ten, Mass Effect Two. Number eleven, Prey 2017. Number twelve, Shadow of the Colossus. Number nine, in case you were wondering, what's Control? Number thirteen, Star Wars Battlefront 2004. <laughs> number fourteen, Horizon Zero Dawn. Number fifteen, Battlefield 1943. Number sixteen, Middle Dash Earth: Colon Shadow of Mordor. Number nice. seventeen, The Outer Worlds. Number eighteen. Gone home, number 19, Halo 4. Number 20, Fallout 4. Number 21, No Man's Sky. Number 22, Daisy. Number 23, Donkey Kong 64. Number 24, Brink. Number 25, Kingdom Hearts 3. Number 26, the worst game of all time, according to Subpixel, is Cyberpunk 2077. In case you're wondering, number 9 was Control. Folks, we've done it. <laughs> we've done all the things. We've, we've uh, qualified all the games. The music is starting, which means it's time to end, folks. Chris, Ian, Will, thank you for joining me tonight on this wonderful journey through video games, through the news, through more video games, through my lack of playing Tetris and having to explain it over and over again. I just say, folks, if I finally understand, folks, 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 if you enjoyed this, this podcast, you can go support (laughs) us. You can go support us. 
anchor.fm slash local chat where you can give us literal money for this podcast if you don't want to do that just go there and subscribe on all the services or leave us a review on itunes that would be even cooler uh we've got some good stuff coming up this week saturday we are going to be playing more roblox Saturday night, that's going to be a good time. And then next Tuesday, we've got another stream pilot that's going to be a hoot. So turn in for that. Uh, Chris, thank you for joining us. Chris is from Save Data. You can find all of their hot, hot content at Save Data Team all over the world. And is it is it Save Data Team on YouTube as well? Or is it just yeah, Save Data? Yeah, all, 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 all links are Save Data, Save Data Team. Team. Cool. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hundu70. You friend Ian on Twitter at Think Gibson. You can find Chris on Twitter at Save Data Chris. That's true. Guys, we did it. We made it through another episode. Uh, looking forward to E3. About a week out. Looking forward to the weekend. Looking forward to not seeing Ian's creepy smile anymore. Because he stretching. wants to Keep do stretching. that. We're almost to the end of the song, folks. We'll see you next week. Bye. I'm so... Yeah.